some people love Shakespeare, others not so much. But a Shakespeare adaptation is always a good time. Constellation Theatre at 14th and T is featuring a musical called Desperate Measures. It's based off of Shakespeare's play Measure for Measure, but it's set in the Wild West. A gunslinging nun teams up with a sheriff and a saloon dancer to save her brother. Buy tickets now at constellationtheater.org. The show runs through March 17th. Once again, that's constellationtheater.org. Today on CityCast DC. Okay, so this will be a surprise to no one. Airports, they're loud. Which maybe means that you're not quite so sympathetic to someone who bought a house next door to one and then realized they didn't like the sound. But Dan Brendel from the Washington Business Journal has been reporting on the situation around Dulles Airport, and it turns out to be a little bit more complicated. He's here to tell us about the science of noise mapping and what it means for those unfortunate neighbors. It's Thursday, January 19th, 2023. I'm Michael Schaefer, and this is CityCast DC. Dan Brendel, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. All right, so when I see these words, airport impact overlay district, it makes me want to fall asleep immediately. But your reporting actually suggests this is pretty important stuff, particularly if you don't want to have your sleep interrupted by constant airplane takeoffs and landings. Can you walk us through the airport impact overlay district? It's an air contour map. What is it? What does it do? Where is it? Uh, the way you just described it, an air contour map, it's a noise contour. So if you can picture a topographical map, say, right, where the contours represent elevation. In this case, the contours represent noise levels. And there's a particular calculus they've gone through to, to determine those levels. It's not just straight decibels, but generally speaking, the closer you get to the airport, the tighter in the contours that you go closer to the airport means louder noises. So it's just a map around Dulles. There's a part of it that's in Loudoun and a part of it that's in Fairfax that maps out where those noise levels are. Um, And it just maps out like where it happens to be noisy and where it doesn't based on the current setup of runways and flight plans. Based on the projected flight activity at maximum capacity at Dulles Airport. And they're not at maximum capacity right now. They have been for some time planning to build a fifth runway, for example, these noise contours would account for that. This is a, a future scenario that they don't have an exact time frame that they would meet it, and they may never meet it, but they're trying to plan for maximum capacity, not necessarily existing conditions only. So there was a time when Dulles, I mean, 30, 40, 50 years ago, was like in the middle of nowhere. You would get on the access road and there was like nothing. You left civilization and then all of a sudden you would see the air traffic control tower and know you'd arrived at the airport. Now, obviously, the region has sprawled and sprawled and sprawled and there's all kinds of people who live a stone's throw from the airport. So why is it important that these people be protected from noise? There are some in the county government who their argument would say that oftentimes when people choose to live somewhere, and and particularly those who choose to buy a house somewhere, they may not, they may know that they're close to the airport. I mean, you can clearly look on a map and see that, but they might not know precisely what they're getting into, the full degree of what they're getting into with 
to sound. And others will claim that developers don't adequately disclose those things such that residents would understand fully what they're getting into. So those who would argue in favor of this would say that they're protecting future residents from quality of life issues that they may not fully get when they're choosing to live someplace near the airport. And when you say in favor of this, you mean in favor of... The noise contours are created by, I believe, the airport authority itself based on FAA methodology. But the county, whether, you know, Loudoun or Fairfax, it's the local government's discretion whether or not to adjust their land use policies based on this map or not. The FAA can't make them change their zoning based on this map, nor does a county government's acceptance of this map for their own land use purposes drive anything that the airport does. Airplanes are going to fly where airplanes are going to fly, regardless of what Loudoun does. So this map doesn't include any rules for the airport saying you got to have people come in on this route? No. To my understanding, the airport, it's federally owned land. It's owned and it's operated by the airport's authority, which is a an independent entity. Loudoun can't make the airport do any anything that it doesn't want to do. So you say the map is changing. How is it going to change? The last one was done in the 90s, I believe. And so they are just updating based on new projections and new information. You can go to the county's website, uh, Loudoun County's website, that is, if you'd like, listeners. There's a, a really nice interactive color-coded map where you can see what the old contours look like versus what the new contours look like. But like just picturing a map... Basically, the red line, like dotted line area is going to get bigger, which means less housing would be allowed, right? I think the overall land area that's covered actually decreases on net, but there are a couple of not small developments that are underway in their planning stages that would fall under the kind of little bit that's squished out over, or that would be squished out over Route 50 Meaning people are starting to build houses there or planning to build houses there, and they just found out that, oh, by the way, uh, the noise is going to get really nuts. There are some people who I think would take issue with the idea that they just found out. This process has been underway for some time, so I know there's at least one county supervisor in Loudoun who would say that they've known this is coming for quite some time. And while Loudoun County has not formally changed its land use policies based on this airport map, it kind of looks like they're heading in that direction and likely will. The brand new Arbor at Tacoma is built for your most convenient urban living. Whether you want to enjoy the vibrant Tacoma, D.C. community or comfortably retreat into a sleek sanctuary all your own, the kitchens have striking dark navy and white cabinets and throughout the home, there are wood floors and smart home technology. Some homes even have a private outdoor space. With a quick walk to the metro, you can easily head into downtown or stay close and enjoy the retail that's on-site. Located at 218 Cedar Street Northwest, the Arbor Tacoma offers brand new one- and two-bedroom condos starting in the upper 300,000s. Visit thearborattacoma.com for more information. That's Tacoma with a K. So T-H-E-A-R-B-O-R-A-T-T-A-K-O-M-A.com. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. 
Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. One of the things you've been writing about is there's like a fight happening. Will you just explain the contours of the fight, like who's on what side and why? One is called Dulles Landing, and the other one is called Cedar Terrace. Together, they're both mixed-use projects together. I think they're currently planned for something like 1,700 residential units, so not tiny. The developer would rather have the county not adopt these new noise contours because they've already invested time and money in pushing this project forward through the initial planning stages. There's at least one county board member whose district covers that area. His take, as far as I understand him to have explained it to me, is wanting to protect future residents in the area by disallowing these new residences there. And people in the economic development world, including the airport authority itself, want to ensure to the greatest degree possible that their own development in the future wouldn't be hampered by political pushback by future residents. Well, what do you think is going to happen? I expect that Loudoun County, the Board of Supervisors, will adopt these contours. You know, of course, I have no crystal ball, but that seems to be Mm -hmm. um, the way they're going, in which case one of these projects would not be, which is entirely inside of the contours, would not be able to go forward at all with its residential component anyway. The other project, not all of the acreage is inside the new contour that would prohibit new residential development. So they could conceivably move their residential components elsewhere, like rearrange the pieces of the puzzle, so to speak. Dulles, rather, spans the county line. Most of it's in Loudoun, but a fair portion of it's in Fairfax, too. Fairfax considered these contours in the same way recently, but has rejected them for their own reasons. So it's kind of interesting to see that, assuming Loudoun does indeed adopt them in the way that it looks like they will, you'll have two counties next to each other that'll have looked at the same information and chosen two different paths. Um, What does it mean to reject them? It just means that Fairfax looked at them and said, hey, look, we see that this is the airport authority's recommendation of what we do, specifically that we would restrict new residential construction inside of these new loud, loudest noise contours, but we hear your recommendation, but we choose not to follow it. We'll continue to allow development there. And when I've reported on that difference between the two counties' approach, what I understand of Fairfax is that they've said the projections their primary pushback against the airport's recommended noise contours is that they're based on too many assumptions too far out in the future, right? Like this is the capacity of the airport that we don't know that you'll ever reach. And if, we, if you do reach it, we don't know when. And by the time that rolls around, we don't know how technology might have changed. So they don't want to yeah. make policy today based on assumptions about what will happen years or decades in the future. Isn't there an argument there that like y'all bought houses right next to an airport? Like, didn't you, didn't you know it was going to happen? Sure. Yeah. There's that argument. And I've actually asked one 
resident group that question directly. And they acknowledge it, but my kind of summary of what they said was we didn't know, like we weren't really fully informed of this when we bought these places. So for the most folks out there who don't live next to an airport, when a map gets made that specifies what can be built where or suggests what can be built where, it matters to the general public because it's going to affect ultimately the amount of housing available in a region that's incredibly expensive and the amount of stuff there is to do, commercial activity available. How do you think it's going to affect life for people who don't have to worry on a day-to-day basis about airplanes? One of the things Dulles wants to do in the future is attract a big freight carrier to put its hub at Dulles and possibly use that fifth runway and build up a bunch of new facilities around it. Well, if you're a freight carrier, you don't care about hours of the day, right? You want to fly Amazon boxes or whatever it is, three o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the afternoon, all day long. That, I would add, is one of the things that from the airport authorities' perspective, they have told me that they're most worried about and most most conscientious, whatever the right word is, about preventing in the future is if enough future residents were to make a big enough of a deal to their Congress people about it, they're worried that Congress could impose a flight curfew on the airport and that would disrupt its business. And the possibility of that happening in the future, they're worried, could dissuade freight carriers from wanting to come here and build a hub here in the first place. So this map is kind of like about scaring off potentially troublesome neighbors before they become troublesome neighbors. There are plenty of people who might put it in different terms, but sure, what the airport uh, noise office guy told me was something to the effect that we don't see any reason not to prevent this problem from becoming a problem. So he's saying like, why wait for it to become a potential problem People do complain about airport noise. That's not a, uh, an, an unknown thing. I didn't actually look into this, but he said there's actually a, a quiet skies caucus or something like that. The way he put it to me was, hey, you think about these two projects that I mentioned that would be either killed or changed. They would bring a certain amount of economic development to the county, but we're talking millions over the course of a handful of years. He said, from the airport's perspective, we're looking at it in over a much longer time frame, but we're looking at billions. You know, if we can get United to increase its presence here, its passenger presence, they say they have a lot more capacity to do more passenger flights, considerably more. We want to build this fifth runway. We already control the land to do it. We want to attract a big freight carrier, as I said. We could bring in a lot of business here. Loudoun County would garner the benefits of that with direct taxation from aircraft and facilities built on the airport land to car rentals, hotel stays, people going out to restaurants and that sort of thing. So they're saying, the airport authority is saying, we want to take a longer view and we're talking billions in economic development over millions in economic development in the shorter term. And that's what they're trying to protect, get ahead of any potential things that could be barriers to that in the future. Dan, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to have you here. Yeah. Thanks so much. I had fun. And before you go, here's some quick news. The D.C. Council has agreed to give tipped workers their first wage increase on May 1st. This will be the first step towards eliminating the tipped wages, a move that voters approved in November. On May 1st, the salary will increase to six bucks, and it'll rise incrementally from there to match the general minimum wage by 2027. 
Meanwhile, the D.C. Department of Transportation is moving forward with anti-suicide barriers on the William Howard Taft Bridge above Rock Creek Park. The campaign was started over a year ago by the widow of a man who jumped to his death. Another suicide last week heightened the project's urgency. Funding has been allocated, but construction might not start until 2024. Finally, the body of a 20-foot-long humpback whale was discovered on Assateague Island on Monday. While Maryland's Park Service figures out a cause of death, they've noted the body is likely to smell and have cautioned islandgoers to keep a safe distance. And to end on a brighter note, reminder that we're collecting your love stories, successful and unsuccessful, for an upcoming episode. Send us a voicemail at 202-642-2654 and your story could be featured. That is all for today here on CityCast DC. I'm Michael Schaefer from Politico. If you enjoyed the show, tell someone. But if they live next to Dallas, tell them loudly so they can hear you talk. And get them to subscribe to our morning newsletter, too. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. We've got one minute and seven seconds. Six, five...